Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. In this episode, I will read from one of my books. Uh, this one features Plato's Dialogue Symposium. I'm going to read a platonic statement and the uh, corresponding Bible statement. Okay? And the purpose of this is to show the relationship between Plato's Dialogues and the content of the King James Bible. Uh, so, let me begin. As a reminder, each set a numbered item in any one of my books on Amazon.com, Kindle eBooks. Uh, each numbered item is referred to as a set. In the set, each set has only one platonic statement. That means a statement that Plato has made or said one of his dialogues. Uh, how the purpose is here at this time we're dealing with the uh, uh, dialogue titled Symposium. So each set has only one platonic statement, but each a set can have up to six or seven Bible statements. And in doing Plato, you are comparing the platonic statement of the Bible statements in that particular set. You are not to compare Bible statements with Bible statements. Each of the Bible statements is to be uh, compared to uh, the Platonic statement. In seeking to answer the question, what do you see when you read the Platonic statement and the corresponding Bible statement? What do you see that is the same a lot, opposite, question and answer, commandment performance, commandment non-performance, and et cetera. It can be, uh, as I said, the same or identical. But we are looking at the features. This has nothing to do with idea. We are looking at the features in the statements to see what features are alike, similar, opposite, et cetera. All right, and uh, this is what I will demonstrate in this episode. So I begin. I begin with item number eighty-two, or the set number eighty-two, the Platonic statement. When Agathon won the prize with his first tragedy, 
Okay. Now I read the first Bible statement in that text. I press to the mark, saw the prize of the high calling of God. I take my time and I consider uh, to find out what features are there that are identical, alike, opposite, or synonyms, etc. Once I make my decision, I'm ready to state that decision and give my conclusion, which goes like this. What do I see? That's the question I'm answering. Well, I see that Plato features the pride and uh, the Bible features the pride. And my conclusion, those two features are identical. I could say they are the same. Either way is uh, permissible in that instance. All right? Now, keep in mind that all Bible references in all of my e-books, all of my books, are all Bible statements are referenced. They have the place from which they are taken, as in this case, Philippians 3, verse 14. But in doing Plato, you don't have to read out the, the reference. You can only say, or you can just say, the Bible says. So what we are saying is what Plato says and what Plato and what the Bible says. And we were speaking about the King James Bible. So that was the first one. Uh, Plato features the pride, the Bible features the pride, and those two features are identical, are the same. Uh, let's go to item number 92. 92. Let's see here. Item number 92 says, uh, Plato says, and that's how you do it. You say, Plato says this, and you say, the Bible says this. Plato says, he was a little fellow uh, who never wore any shoes as the beam of the beam of paper the name. <laughs> some of these words are hard to pronounce, so I just do the best I can, okay? Plato can come up with some names. Right? Now, uh, the Bible says he was, no, here in this instance, uh, the Bible says, and Jesus called a little child unto him. Until I make my decision, and I'm ready to uh, get my conclusion. I see that, and this is how I, I say it. I see that in answer to the question, what do I see? I see Plato features a little child. And the Bible features, I'm sorry, Plato features a little fellow, and the Bible features a little child. And those two features are similar. We know that a fellow can be a child. Okay? I look these words up, okay? And so, so, sometimes you, you, you have to uh, look up a term or something, look up some word to find out the feature okay? that's featured in both statements because the feature has to be featured in the platonic or the other platonic statement, and, that's, and the feature has to be stated in the Bible or statement. We're comparing statements, uh, platonic statements and Bible statements in order to answer the question, what do we see that is alike, the same, opposite, question and answer. Okay? Now, so, Plato's feature, 
the little fellow and the Bible teacher, the little child. Those two features are similar. Uh, let's go to item number 81. Item number 81. Okay. Plato says, on the day after that, the Bible, the Bible features in this first Bible statement, because it has uh, several Bible statements, this particular text, Plato features uh, the day and the Bible features. Let's go to the next Bible statement in this. On the day after, and I have to go back to the Platonic. On the day after that, Plato says, on the day after that. The second Bible statement says, again, the next day after. I pause to consider. And I make up my mind, I make my decision, I'm ready to state uh, my analysis and give my conclusion. I see that Plato features day after, and the Bible features day after, and those two features are the same. Okay. Uh, let's go to another one. Number 84. Plato says, then it must have been a long time, or a long while ago. Let me read it again. Plato says, then it must have been a long while ago. The first Bible statement is, now then it is no more I that do it. Take my time to make my case. When I'm ready, then I speak again. I see uh, let me look at this. Features then it and the Bible features then it and those two features are identical. Let's go to the next Bible statement in that text. So I read again the Platonic statement. Plato says, then it must have been a long while ago. The Bible says, uh, very righteousness should have been by the law. Hmm, I see that Plato features have been and the Bible features have been, and those two features are the same. Now, let me say this. Many features are the same or identical in the e-books or the books, but all of them are not. Though I may read many that are the same, uh, all of them are not the same. Some have inversions. Uh, some are not similar. Okay, some are opposite. All of that, but you'll see. Okay, and you'll definitely see once you order the ebooks. Okay, now the next statement, the next Bible statement, uh, or the third Bible statement, is that I'd return to read statement again. Hey, those kids, then it must have been a long while ago. 
The Bible says, O Solomon must have a thousand. O Solomon must have a thousand. Right? What is similar, opposite, etc.? What do I see? And the Bible features must have, and those two features are the same. Yes, um, let's get the next Bible statement in that. So I go back to the Platonic statement. Plato says, yeah, it must have been a long while ago. The Bible says, this scripture must need have been fulfilled. Plato features have been, and the Bible features have been, and those two features are the Let's go to another set. Let's do uh, number 86. Plato said, he said, and who told you? Did Socrates? The first Bible statement says, and he said to them all, if any man will come after me, I've made my decision. I'm ready to speak. I see that Plato features, he said, and the Bible features, he said, and those two features are. The second Bible statement in that text, I return to the Platonic statement. Plato said, he said, and who told you, did Socrates? The second Bible statement says, and he said, told thee that thou wast naked. I see almost immediately that Plato teaches he said, and the Bible teaches he said, and those two features are the same. Let's do the third Bible statement in that text. In order to do it, I must begin again with the Platonic statement. Plato said, he said, and who told you? It's like the third Bible statement says, I did it not for his cause that had done the wrong. Okay. Um, I did it not for his cause uh, that had done the wrong. I see here that Plato features did and the Bible features had done. Did, done, did, did, done, okay. And those two features are similar. Plato features did and the Bible features had done. Those two features are similar. And the last Bible statement in that set uh, to do it I must go back to the Platonic statement. Plato says, he said, and who told you? Did Socrates? The Bible uh, says, did I not tell thee? I'm silent in order to uh, determine what's the case. I see that Plato features did or let me see, Plato features did, and the Bible.
Bible features, I did not. I can say that they told features you did, and the Bible features I did not. Okay? Let's go with that. That's good. They told features you did, the Bible features did I not, which can be inverted to say I did not. Therefore, uh, Plato's feature did, and the Bible features I did not, uh, they are in opposition. The Bible statement is in opposition to the Platonic statement, or feature. Uh, the Bible feature is in opposition to uh, Plato's feature. Those two features are opposite. What I'm doing, I'm pointing out things that you will come across uh, after you have gotten the e-books or the books in your possession. This is how they are to be dealt with, okay? Because, and you have the instructions in each book, okay? The instructions are in each book, how you uh, deal with the platonic statement and the Bible statement in order to answer the question, what do you see that is the right, opposite, uh, same question and answer, et cetera. Okay? And, and, and when there is more than one Bible statement in a set, you deal with each Bible statement separately. You deal with the platonic statement in the first Bible statement. You, make your con- you give your conclusion and decision. Then you go to the second Bible statement which you have to do, go back to the platonic, uh, platonic statement and compare the platonic statement to the second Bible statement, pause, uh, consider, and give your conclusion. If there's a third Bible statement, you return to the original platonic statement, read it, then read the third Bible statement and deal with it and analyzing it and uh, determining the features and then stating your stating the features and giving your conclusion. If there's a fourth Bible statement, you do it in the same way or manner. If there's a fifth one, you still do it. You follow the pattern. Okay, dealing with one Bible statement and the Platonic statement, uh, one Bible statement at a time. Never comparing the Bible statement. To Bible statements, but always comparing, regardless or regardless of how many Bible statements are in a set, you deal with the Platonic statement and one Bible statement at a time. To be done, and that's what you are given in the instructions. So make sure you read the instructions. You may you may have to refer to the instructions again, or you may have to you know listen to. Uh, this broadcast again, okay? But they are very interesting, and the main thing, don't forget this, what you're doing. These things show you're looking for the future. You're not looking for ideas or what is true or what is not true. Uh, You're dealing with features, which are also called links, L-I-N-K-S, links. Okay? And what these things show they show the relationship between Plato's dialogues, in this case, Plato's symposium, to the content of the King James Bible 
That's what these things show. And you take part in it in determining the features that are alike, opposite, uh, inverted, whatever the case may be, for that particular platonic statement and Bible statement. Very easy. And this can be played as a game. I play it with a friend of mine, uh, and uh, I'll do two, and then just my friend will do the next two. Okay? Now, if I miss a feature, my friend can call me on that and say, hey, you missed a feature. You missed this feature here. Point it out and all like that, and I can lose a point. Okay? You can start off the game with 10 points, 15 points, 5 points, however you want to. And when a mistake is made or something that has uh, gone on unseen, but is seen by your opponent there, they call it out, and you can lose a point. And if you want to, the one who calls it out and shows it uh, the case to be as that person says, that opponent says, then that opponent can gain a point. Okay? All right. Moving on. This is doing Plato. This is what doing Plato is about. Now, one second here. One second, and I will continue. Okay. Let's go back. Let's do number uh, 85. I don't think I've done that. Number 85. Plato says, then it must have been a long while ago. The Bible says, besieged a city a long time. All the silent cases. Then once I'm ready to state my case and give my conclusion, I begin to speak by saying something in this manner. I see, in answer to the question, what do I see? I see that Plato features a long while ago and the Bible features a long time. Now, those two features are similar. Also say, now that's the phrase, okay, that's the elongated phrase. I can also say, see, uh, I can also say that I see that Plato features a long, and the Bible features a long, and those two features are identical. But I will have missed the phrase, the, the, the entire phrase, which says a long while. Okay? Plato features a long while. Uh, the Bible features a long time. And those two features are similar. Uh, the word why would mean a period or interval of time. So I went to the dictionary to make sure. Uh, let's go to the second Bible statement in number 85. So I return to the original Platonic statement. Plato says, then it must have been a long while ago. The Bible says, unto him that fashioned it long ago. I see that Plato features long while ago, 
and the Bible features long ago. And those two features are similar. They are not identical because Plato says long while ago and the Bible says long ago. So they are not identical, but they are similar. Number 86. I may not have this in my notes, but let me do it anyway since it's coming up next. Item 86. Plato says, he said, no, I, I did that one. Okay. Let's go to, let me look at my numbers here. Let's go to uh, number 87. Number 87. Plato says, indeed, I replied, but the same person who told Phoenix. The first Bible statement says, I indeed have baptized you with water. I'm ready to state my case and give my opinion, my uh, conclusion. Plato features, indeed, I, and the Bible features, I, indeed. I see that both features have the same words, but one is the inversion of the other. Therefore, I conclude that Plato's feature, no, indeed, and the Bible's feature, uh, let's see here. The Bible, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Plato's feature, indeed, I, and the Bible's feature, I, indeed, my conclusion is they are the same. Why do I say they are the same? Because they have the same identical words, just in an inverted order. One is the the inversion of the other. So I call that the same. And I'm not saying they are identical, but they're the same because they have the same words, but in different order. Okay? So that's that's my case and conclusion for that. Now, let's go to the second Bible statement. So I return to the original platonic statement and read it. Plato says, no, indeed, I replied, but the same person who told Phoenix. The second Bible statement says, I answered. Short statement, isn't it? Short Bible statement, two words, I answered. Now, what do I see that is a right, opposite, inverted, question and answer? What are we? When I've determined and made my decision and ready to state my conclusion, I begin to speak. I see that Plato features, I replied. The Bible features, I answered. To answer is to, to answer is to reply. Therefore, those two features are similar. And they are the same in meaning. You got that? The two features are, are are similar, but they are the same in meaning. I replied, I answered. The next Bible statement in the same set, the rule says you have to say Plato says for the platonic statement, and you have to say the Bible said for the Bible statement. 
If you don't and you're playing the game, no, indeed, I replied, but the same person who told Phoenix. The second Bible statement says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday. Silent, you know, because I'm considering the two statements. In order to answer the question, what do I see? I see that Plato features the same and the Bible features the same. And those two features are identical. Let's go to the next Bible statement in that. But the same person who told Phoenix. The next Bible statement says, and that's that, uh, and every person that Nebuzaradan, Nebuzaradan, uh, the captain of the guard, had left. Okay, I see that Plato features, the Bible features, every person. Okay, listen, I'm speaking too fast, okay? I'm on air and I'm kind of edgy, okay? Plato features, uh, same person who, and the Bible features, every person that. Those two features are similar. The same person who, or rather, same person who, not the, but just same person who, and every person that. Oh, I'm sorry. Those two features are similar. And the last Bible statement in that set, I return to the Platonic statement and read again. Plato says, no, indeed, I replied, but the same person who told Phoenix. The last Bible statement in the set says, but he told not his father. Okay. Plato features, I see, I see that Plato features who told. And the Bible features uh, he told not. I say it again. I see that Plato features who told and the Bible features he told not. And those two features are in opposition. Now, one could say also, but it would be a, sh- it wouldn't be as uh, correct. Let's put it like that. As what I just said, one could also say that uh, I see that Plato features uh, told, and the Bible features told not, and those two features are in opposition. Let's see what we have next coming up. Uh, number eighty-eight. Plato says, no, indeed, I replied, but the same person who told Phoenix. The, the first Bible statement, said, because there are two Bible statements in this set, first Bible statement is, he told him not. I see that Plato features the same, not, not, not the, but Plato features 
same person who told Phoenix, the Bible teachers, he told him not. And those two teachers are in opposition. They're similar to the last one I did, okay? But this is a different set, all right? Now, let's go to the second statement in the set by starting again with the Platonic statement. Plato says, no, indeed, I reply, but the same person who told Phoenix. The second Bible statement says, and Joab said unto the man that told him. Hmm. Okay, I see that Plato features person who told, and the Bible features man that told. And those two features are similar. Person who told, man that told. Similar features. And keep in mind, these things show, they demonstrate the connection of Plato's dialogue as in this case, the symposium connection to the content of King James Bible content. Now, these things, if they were just few in number, listen to me carefully, if they were just few in number, wouldn't mean much at all. But there are so many of them like this that they call attention to themselves, okay? They call attention because of the multiplicity. I mean, you can just go on and on and on. I, to tell you what I'm doing as I would write out these statements before typing them uh, out, I mark the features in the Bible. I mark the features in the Bible. Do you know if I kept going on and on and on doing this, my whole Bible, for the most part, I mean, and really for the most part, would be marked up. What does that show? That should have brought about a wow from somebody. And what does that show? It shows this relationship that I'm pointing out and demonstrating shows that Bible content in large is made up King James Bible content in large is made up of bits and pieces of Plato's dialogues. That's what they show. If anyone did this, I mean, and and just did it, you know, because I'm not doing all of uh, symposium. I'm just doing a portion of it enough to serve as sufficient evidence of the connection. I only did a portion of the Republic for the same purpose. Uh, I think I only did a portion of Gorgeous for the same purpose. I did a portion of Laws for the same purpose. And of the Apology for the same purpose. If I have done Nine, uh, nine dialogues by Plato. I had done all nine in their entirety. My Bible would be well 
uh, you know, things would be, there would be so many underlying things. Now, I have a lot of them now, you know, as is. You know, I have a lot of them now as is. But if I had done the entire dialogue, oh, it would be so so many more markings in my underlinings or features in my Bible. This, let's be real, some people don't like other people because of color, this and that, and all like that, okay? Now, let's just be real, all right? But that does not deny or uh, uh, that does not say that what I have discovered is false. I've discovered this, and I have the evidence to show it. And that evidence is in what will be next week, five little books. Five. And in those five books, I have done, I have analyzed, I have uh, compared uh, contents of uh, nine of Plato's dialogues to the content of King James Bible. Of the name. Some, depending on who, who you read and all, some say 30. Okay? Let's go with 30. Nine out of 30. Uh, is that a little bit more than uh, 9, 18, 27? 27 would be a third. Okay? And I've done, uh, okay? But you get the point. And all nine are the same. Now, doesn't that tell us something about the remaining dialogues by Plato? If all nine that I chose, and I just chose them at random, okay, okay, I'll do this and I'll do all. Okay, okay, I'll do apology. That's the first one I did, apology. Okay, I'll do gorgeous. Okay, I'll do charming. Okay, I'll do uh, I'll do some posing. Now, if I just chose at random nine dialogues to to uh, work with in doing this, and all nine give me the same results, what does that say about the other of Plato's dialogue? If I just chose nine at random. And this is what I come up with, a connection, all nine showing the connection, not with just a few instances, but with a multiplicity of instances. That shows great deliberateness. It shows great deliberateness on the part of whoever compiled Bible content, because I think we will all agree that, according to the dates, uh, the Gentiles yield to Plato that Plato was first and then laid on the Bible, what we know as the King James Bible. It shows great deliberateness in doing this and putting the Bible content together. <clears throat> okay? This could not have done uh, with such precision, uh, such uh, continuity, consistency, etc., unless it was during, it was done purposely. And that's what the evidence shows, that this was purposely done and 
put together, speaking of Bible content, using Plato's dialogues. Now, that's what the evidence shows, and the evidence does not lie. The evidence cannot lie. This evidence cannot lie. It will not lie, but it speaks truth. This was not supposed to be found out. I have found it out. I have discovered it. You can say I was looking up I was looking up some words today. The word inscrutable. Undiscoverable. This the connection between Plato's dialogue and King James Bible content was supposed to be inscrutable. Inscrutable. There is nothing written on it that anybody in the public can go to any public place and get. There is nothing on it. Philosophers, none of the philosophers or any other people connect in their public writings and all Plato's dialogues to Bible content. None. Okay. Now, now that's just real talk. That's real talk. Was well, not supposed that that was termed inscrutable, undiscoverable, not able to be found out. That's what I've done, people. And the Bible speaks of that. But it's not my purpose in this episode to go into that. So let me continue and try to get a few more statements in. This is very important. This is our opening. This is our opening information. This is real information, and it is certainly a true discovery that, that I've made and done. Evidence speaks for itself. If anyone would go further than I, you know, and examine all of Plato's dialogues or just did in full the nine that I've done, that I've only taken a part of, that Bible would be so marked. It would be so marked up, people. But I have a lot of markings in my Bible. I mean, from Genesis to Revelation already, right? A lot of markings already. But if I continue, and you may say I'm dwelling on the point and all like that, uh, it's important what I'm talking about. If I had done the complete dialogues of all nine in their completeness, my Bible would be much, much more marked up than what it is. This is real. This is real. This is seeable. It's observable. Anybody can do it. Now that it's been exposed, that the, now that the connection has been exposed, it's seeable. This is real. And I just can't say too much about it. 
It's real. A real discovery. And I shouldn't have to go into all that to tell people. But I know there are people who despise other people for whatever reason. And color is one of those reasons. And we know that everybody here in America knows that. That's grown in at any age on. We all know this. No, they don't talk about it openly, but we all know it. Your heart cannot fool yourself, okay? So I invite you all to uh, purchase. Purchase all, all four right now. Next week I said it will be five, but there are four now. Purchase all four of the e-books. Eye-opening information. This is evidence, evidence, much evidence. Abundance of evidence. I have thousands of statements like this that I'm giving you in this episode. I have thousands of them. And each set, each numbered item is a piece of evidence. And then you have evidence within the evidence. A set having, say, two, two Bible statements. That's two pieces of evidence. A set that has four. Four Bible statements. That's four plus one. Uh, four plus one. You know, that's four or five pieces of evidence in one set. I have thousands of them, you know, when considered as a whole, all, all four right now of my ebooks. Thousands of them. And like I said, uh, by this time, well, actually by Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, I plan on having this fifth book on Amazon.com, Kindle ebook. The fifth. It's a multiplicity. It's a multitude. It's a mountain of evidence, people. That's what these uh, four or five ebooks contain. They contain evidence. I'm reading to you evidence. That's what this is. All of this is evidence. Showing what? Evidence showing the relation between Plato's dialogue and King James Bible content. That's what it's all about. It's all about the connection, the relationship between the two. I have discovered the link between Plato's dialogue and King James Bible content. I've discovered the relationship between Plato's dialogue and King James Bible content. A great discovery. A great discovery. If I must say so myself, I don't have people telling me that. So I have to tell myself, Tommy, you have made a great discovery. Because what is it? It's is true. The Bible says, commonly, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, whatsoever things are lovely and all like that. You, some of you may know, the, may know the statement, okay? But this is true. This is honest. It's an honest report I am giving when I make the declaration that I have discovered the connection between Plato's dialogues and that and the content of the King James Bible. 
That's a true, honest, and good report. Okay, let's do it. just a few more and I'll close out. Okay, uh, number 90, 19. Take those, okay, I did that one already. Let's go back. Uh, let's see. Okay, number 91, then. Plato says, who never wore in shoes Aristodemus of the Deme of Salabinium. Forgive me. Okay, anyway, you heard it. Okay, the Bible says, now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph. What do we see there that is alike, opposite, whatever? The answer the question, what do you see? Who never wore shoes, screaming off. Okay. I'm pushed for time. <laughs> and I'm probably looking all over it. Now, thanks be unto God. Okay. Uh, which always. Okay. Plato features the word, uh, the word never. The Bible features the word always. Two features are in contention. They are opposites. Okay? That's my conclusion on that. The second Bible statement, I go through a tonic statement and begin, begin all over. Plato says, who never wore any shoes, Aristodemus of the Dean of Sidothanium. The Bible statement says, they are greedy dogs which can never have enough. I'm silent because I'm considering the two statements. Okay, we are greedy dogs, which can never. Okay, Plato features who never, the Bible features which can never, those two features are similar. There are so many of these things, people, that it cannot, it is not incidental. These things are not an incidental thing. These things were done deliberately and they were meant to find, to be found out by anybody who who had the skills to find them out, okay? Now, I know I told you about the word inscrutable incapable of being uh, discovered, whatever, incapable of being scrutinized, okay? But I've done it. Now, 92, Plato says, who never wore any shoes, Aristodemus, of the demi of Sidothanium. The Bible says, put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. Now, just hearing those two statements, they don't seem like they have anything in common or anything to do with the other, do they? Just by reading those two statements, listen, and, and it, it applies to all the statements that I've read, you know, with respect to the Platonic statement and each Bible statement that I've read. It doesn't seem like they have anything in common or anything to do with one another. Listen to this again. Plato says, who never wore any shoes, Aristodemus, of the demon of Thanaeum, but uh, the Bible says, put a ring on his hand and she was on his feet. Plato features shoes and the Bible features shoes. 
And those two features are what? They're the same. They are identical. The second style of statement, to do it by returning to the platonic statement, as in starting all over again. Plato says, who never wore any shoes, Aristodemus, of the demon of Salatonium. The Bible says, the spirit of the Lord is upon you. And these are simple things, these features that I'm pointing out. But there's so many of them. They're all over the place. They are all over the place. As I said, this shows great deliberateness. Okay, let's do this one. Plato features of the and the Bible features of the. And those two features are identical. The features are links, links, showing the connection, giving the connection. Links, features, okay? Features we are looking for, the links, okay? The features are the links, okay? Uh, and it's not about, as I said before, this is not about ideas. This is not about whether something is true or whether something is false. This is about features, pointing out features that are similar, opposite, question and answer, alike, uh, inverted features, uh, you know, commandment compliance, commandment noncompliance, and on and on. This is about features. It has nothing to do with ideas or anything. But these things, these features show the relationship. Why? It's so many of them. It is so many, which calls for attention. It's not a few. It's not a lot. It's a multiplicity. It's a plethora, however you want to say it. It's a mountain of features. Like I said, my Bible itself, the rule I've done, is getting so marked up by, by underlining the features in my Bible. Okay. Okay. 93. Plato says he had been at Agathon's feast. The Bible says because that he had been often bound with feathers and chains. Now, you probably heard the feature there, okay? Some of these you can hear as I read because it's not hard. It's very simple. You're just looking for something that is alike. Are you looking for something that is the same? Are you looking for something that has the same words, but uh, the words are inverted? You know, things like that. You're looking for a question and an answer. One statement may uh, uh, answer a question, and the, and the other statement may ask for the question, may ask for the answer. Okay. Like one says, uh, and that's not in this document right here. One says, uh, Plato says, ask me a question. And so I put a question there for the Bible statement. I found a Bible statement that asked a question. Why? Because Plato says, ask me a question. I put a question for the Bible statement. He said, ask me a question, so I asked him a question. Okay, moving on. All right. Plato says he had been at Agathon's feast, the Bible says, because that he had been often bound with feathers and chains. Again, I say some of you heard that already. Plato features uh, he had been, and the Bible features he had been 
and those two features are the same. It's just as easy as that, people. All of these things are easy. They are not hard. They are not hard at all. Not any of them are hard. Even if they are inverted, you can see if two or three words are the same, even though one may be the inversion of the other. That's easy to see. It's easy to see. All of these are. All right, moving on. The next Bible statement, so I go back to the Platonic statement, says, Plato says, he had been at Agathon's feast. The second Bible statement says, be as though they had not been. Plato features had been, the Bible features had not been, and those two features are opposites. Isn't that easy? Somebody say yes, another one say yes, and another one. Yeah, these things are very easy. They're not hard. Had been, had not been. Simple. They're opposite. Okay? But they show a connection. They show a connection. And keep in mind, each one of these, uh, the Bible statement and, and the Platonic statement, each one is a, what? Piece of evidence. Each one is a piece of evidence showing, proving the connection. Okay, and I'm gonna do. I'll do one more, and I'll end this. Number ninety-four. Plato says, "Behold, he held a feast at his house." Well, that's the same one that we were doing just now. Okay, Plato says this. He had been at Agathon's feast. The first Bible statement says, "Behold." He held a feast at his house. Okay? Okay, easily right here, we see that Plato features feast and the Bible features feast, and those two features are the same. A feature can be made up of one word or it can be made up of a, of a phrase, okay? This has to do with words and phrases, not ideas, not truth and falsehood. It has to do with uh, words and phrases, it has to do with features. That's all. That's all. It's the features that show the relationship. Okay. Now, uh, okay, so I go to number 95. Plato says, and I think that in those days, the Bible says, or I know Plato features, I think, the Bible features, I think, and those two features are identical. Do not forget to follow me on Twitter. Make uh, make Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place and join me next time. And don't forget to order the ebooks. Go to Kindle ebooks, search Plato slash Tommy Hart, H A R T, next time. Thank you.